Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. And, you know, I want to, I need to, and I'm sounding better, I think. At least it sounds that way in in my head. I want to apologize. Yesterday, I really didn't feel that good. I feel much better this morning than I felt Yesterday, which is which is good. So yesterday I wasn't feeling, and that's not. I had a I had a COVID test, and it's uh, it's not it's not COVID. So just wanted to pass that along. I I just I, I get this. I don't know if it's an allergy thing, if it's some cold. I don't really know what what we got going on over here, but nonetheless. That is what is going on that was going on yesterday. So I apologize. I was not feeling like myself. So back at it here. Feeling better and appreciate you tuning in and joining us today. You know, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I want to start. I want to start with Governor Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo, you may have seen yesterday. Um, and again, I'm going to go through this quickly because I don't want to spend too much time talking about this today. But and so, so yesterday, I start getting emails from the New York Times, not personal ones, just sto- stories that are coming out. First one came out midday, 11.16 Eastern, according here to the headline. I'm not even sure if we can trust that about the New York Times. Kidding, not exactly kidding, but... Headline, Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and retaliated against one for going public, the New York Attorney General's inquiry found. So that was the finding. That was the investigation. The Attorney General um, found that Governor Cuomo had done some things that were not good. Again, harassing women, even retaliating against one who had gone who had gone public and I'm I don't have that I'm almost certain the attorney general there's democrat I can't imagine that not being the case but so we have a democrat that found this then we have Cuomo a little bit later Andrew Cuomo this is another breaking news yesterday from the New York Times breaking news I never touched anyone inappropriately governor Andrew Cuomo denied harassment claims against him and called the state's investigation biased so that came out midday. Then a little bit later, I saw this headline right about 5 o'clock. President Biden called on Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York to resign after the state's attorney general found that uh, Mr. Cuomo um, had sexually harassed women. Again, I'm just reading from headlines here from the New York Times. And then a little bit later... A little bit later, a couple hours later, New York lawmakers expect to conclude an impeachment inquiry 
into Governor Andrew Cuomo soon. He can no longer remain in office, the Assembly Speaker said, also a Democrat, by the way. So that's the barrage. I, there's one more thing I want to mention about that. So there's it's it's a race at this particular point. It's a race at this particular point to distance yourself politically from Governor Andrew Cuomo. And so there's Democrats in Washington, D.C., of course, Biden now calling for his resignation, um, calling – you know, they're going to begin impeachment proceedings if need be in the New York uh, General Assembly. So we have all these things happening, all this, all these, uh, well, you got that just in a nutshell, that whole thing. But you've also got, with Governor Cuomo, you have the the nursing home death thing, which has been, in a lot of ways, ignored. I mean, if, if again... Just for illustrative purposes only, can you imagine? Can you imagine if Donald Trump had made a decision like this, that directly it seems to be led to the the deaths of thousands, thousands of nursing home patients because they were sent back to places where the virus would spread like wildfire. I mean that's. It's pretty and it's pretty incriminating. It's pretty sick. And then the evidence that they tried to cover cover it up. That that is what is being reported. That's what's being found. That's what's being alleged, I should say, at this particular point regarding that. And remember, do you remember this? Back at the beginning of, of the COVID situation, back in what, March or April of two thousand twenty, it was an election year. Of course, 2020 election, and we literally had people, literally, I remember talking about it on this program, people who were saying Cuomo should be the nominee. Remember Cuomo wrote a book on how to deal with the pandemic? Remember all this? How quickly this stuff, and I'm not, look, don't, do not misunderstand. I don't take any pleasure. I know that there's some, uh, some folks that probably have a, show or whatever, and they, I don't know, they, they they take pleasure in this because this is, quote, the other team. I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it that way because I'll tell you what, these things happen, these things happen no matter what affiliation, political party, you've heard me say this, this is common sense, um, race, political party, whatever, right, religion, these things happen across the board because it is a result of the human condition. It doesn't mean that everybody does this. It just means that in every group, someone is doing something like this, especially when you give that person political power or any sort of power, not just political power. But you give someone power, someone takes power, and these sorts of things happen. Now, I did see someone has has made the claim. I forget, and I I would give credit if I could remember the name. I just read this recently. You know, the old adage is power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think that that's, I mean, there's a lot of truth there, right? We've seen that throughout, throughout history. That's not the way. We were not created to live under the authority of one human being, of one man, of one woman, whatever. That's not the way. 
that we are created to live. That's not a person is not intended to have that sort of power over everything. And we've seen atrocious things happen through history, but someone has quipped and um, articulated an idea that says it's not so much that that may be true, leaving that alone, but it's, it's also that positions of power may attract a certain type of personality, a certain type of, of person. And, and, and that's really what I want to talk about here. And I, I don't want to make this go into the whole program because I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not overly interested in this. I'm just, I'm not, this is about the fall of an individual doing things. I mean, there, there's lots of lessons here, right? There are, they're right there for us to see lots of things that we should be concerned with. Um, just in general, whenever we, whenever we elect someone, but to me, the, the fascinating part of this is to watch the alignment against him. Because again, a year and a half ago, not even that long ago, people were literally clamoring to, you know, to see if there, is there a way, is there a way to get Cuomo on the ticket to be president or vice president? Probably not vice president, because that would not have been politi- uh, politically acceptable to remove America's uh, first female, first, uh, what, Asian Pacific Islander, black female president from the ticket. But the person at the top could have been anybody, right? We've said that on here. You know that. It wasn't a campaign for Biden. It was a campaign against Trump. Anything but Trump. And that was the best. Literally, this was the best that they could come up with. By the way, just saw this yesterday. Thank you to actually the Hippie Lib had sent me this. Shout out to my friend, the Hippie Lib. She sent me an article, Daily Wire. I had not seen this. Kamala Harris, according to recent polling, is the most unpopular vice president in the past 50 years. 5-0. The most unpopular vice president. In the past 50 years. And there's maybe multiple reasons for this. One of those reasons, and I maintain that, look, her politics aside, I think that she is, she's just not likable, a likable and attractive, I don't mean physically, just attractive with the way that she presents and talks. It's it's so condescending sometimes. I I see condescension even when it comes, they're, they're trying to make it look nice, but she's not even, she doesn't even try to make it look nice a lot of times. I mean, the looks that she gives, gives people these answers she gives to questions about, you know, you've not been to the Southern border. Well, I've not been to Europe either. Uh, yeah, but you're the borders are supposedly, I don't even like to say that word. The borders are, you're the borders are, we got a massive problem on the border. What's that got to do with Europe? That would have been my question. What are you talking about? You've not been to Europe. She's trying to be funny. She's trying to, you know, to minimize the the pointedness of the question. But she just comes across looking aloof and arrogant and condescending and all this. So this is what happens yesterday. Back to this this thing with Cuomo. And again, I take I take no pleasure in this. I know some people dance with joy. I know some people um, think that this is I don't know more. Uh, damaging to the Democrat Party, and they they take. I don't take pleasure in any of that. I I, I want to dismantle the ideas. What's happened here? The the alleged victims. The whatever's going on with Cuomo. These things are not good. There should be consequences where the law has been broken or whatever else. But I got to tell you, my first thought was, in fact, my wife texted me the something about this yesterday too, and. 
And I'm just skeptical that there's any, that there's going to be any ramifications for this. Of course, I kind of, I don't want to say grew up, but I started following politics in the wake of the Clintons and would hear Rush talk about them. And it's, they were bulletproof. But then again, then again, they never had the entire party turn against them like is the case here with Governor Cuomo. And it's tempting. It's tempting to say, well, kudos to the Democrats, the Democratic leaders for, you know, opposing someone that these things have have been found out about. Kudos to that. I would like to say kudos to that. I mean, if it were true, maybe it is true. I, I, I just think that we have to understand the types of people that we're dealing with in these positions of power. And this is all about optics. This is all about the next election. This is all about, you know, can we, you know, is he still politically viable? It's all about positioning, you know, Trump, Trump's comments about, you know, grab him by the, you know, what versus Cuomo, see our party. When someone does something wrong, we we get rid of them. The Republicans only, you know, dig in and stand behind their guy, even if he's morally reprehensible. This kind of this kind of thing is how they this is what's going on behind closed doors. It's not really it should just be. And I wish it was. And, and look, I'm open to the idea. I just unfortunately have studied and, and, and paid attention to these folks for way too long to know that this is just they don't think about it like. The average guy at the office today at the water cooler or your neighbor or your husband or wife or whatever. Just think, man, this guy was doing bad things. I'm glad he's held accountable. Exactly. That's what the average person thinks, right? That's what the average person thinks. Now to the average partisan, the average partisan, which is fueled by the media, they look at this and they think, well, what's his political party? What's her political party? What's his race? What's his gender? What's her ethnicity? Whatever. How do they identify and then I'll decide. See, that's ridiculous too. And and this, folks, can happen to, again, any person of any political party. I've seen, you know, we've seen some some really good, decent people fall. We really have. I mean, even, it pains me to say, I'm just going to mention this briefly, but, you know, what we've learned from Ravi Zach- about Ravi Zacharias, the great Christian apologist, after his passing, and this investigation that his own ministry looked into, and the things that were happening there. I mean, it happens everywhere. This this is not the way to attack the Democratic Party. If they were defending him, or you know, I don't know, maybe that's a different story. But that's not what's happening here. The way to attack the Democratic Party, by the way, is to attack its ideas and principles highlighting how they are the antithesis, how they're antithetical to the Constitution and liberty and free. Not everything, but many, many of the things you see that them out there promoting, especially when the radical leftists are in charge. And there are radical leftists. I love how people try to reframe that debate and say there's really no leftists in America. Yes, when we compare this against Europe, I've done some scientific study and some research, and this America does not have any leftists. Mm-hmm. Sure they don't. Surely not. These are subtle ways that they get the average American to agree with some of these radical positions and principles, anti-American positions. So that's Governor Cuomo. I don't, I will mention one other thing. Fox News has an article. Let me pull it up here really quickly, and then I got to take a break. But Fox News has an article here that says, 
Let me find it. There it is. Headline, CNN's Chris Cuomo. You might know him as Tough Guy Chris Cuomo if you listen to this program. Among Andrew Cuomo advisors who contributed to the toxic harassment culture, according to the AG report. So now the AG report has named Tough Guy Chris Cuomo as a potential harasser, at least according here to Fox to Fox News. I have not read the entire AG report. I'm just simply reporting what Fox News is saying. I like, I mean, I like the headline here, toxic harassment culture. I wonder if the leftists out there who run with the term toxic masculinity have anything to say about this. Is this toxic masculinity? Of course, this isn't masculinity at all. This is a, uh, this is corrupting. This, this, this is a, an evil influence. It's not, it has nothing to do with masculinity. It has a lot to do with harassment and that sort of stuff, but it's not a good thing. And where the laws were broken, where people were violated, consequences need to be paid. It appears that we're on that path. Who knows? I hold out a little bit of skepticism that that's actually where we'll end up because of the tendency for Democrats. I mean, I go back again to, to the late 90s with Bill Clinton. There were literally things in the media, why it's okay to lie, how is it just sex. You know, Forget that she was a 21-year-old intern or Monica Lewinsky and all that. That was what we that's what I kind of grew up seeing, right? And so now this is a little bit different, at least it appears. And they want to distance themselves from this. They don't want any other negative baggage uh, here heading into an election year. So that's at least part of this. I hope many of them also want to do the right thing here, but forgive me if I'm a little skeptical about that. I'm open to it, but again, I see how they I I we know how they strategize. We know how they think. We know optics is king. We know it's all about what I appear to be doing. It's all about pushing a silent agenda for many, many of these folks, getting reelected and elected and so forth. I just, I'm skeptical. So timeouts in order. Enough about Cuomo. Sit tight. When we get back, I want to share a soundbite from um, an Olympian that I think everyone in this audience will immediately fall in love with if you've not heard this already this is what americans at least like me want to hear from our olympic athletes so we'll play that after the break sit tight back here in just a minute My friends, by the way, this program brought to you by our friends at Gatekeeper Services. Gatekeeper Services located on the west side of Indian Plainfield. Their website, IndieGatekeeper.com, 317-714-4061. I ran into Matt, ran into Matt uh, out and about here, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. And folks, they can help. You know, with with any aspect of of a of a gate to your maybe a business gate, um, maybe a gate to your community, a private gate, um, anything uh, with automated you know gates, installation, maintenance services, affordable residential and commercial motorized units. They're a veteran-owned company. Call them today. Get a free estimate again. Three one seven seven one four four zero six one IndieGatekeeper.com. I I say this and I mean it. I, I really sincerely mean this, and I hope you know this. I get the ple- the pleasure 
of meeting and dealing with some of the absolute best people um, around our advertisers, the people that we deal with. I, I just, I'm just amazed many times at the quality, the types of people who go out, who run their businesses, who take care of their customers, who treat them fairly. And it's just, I am blessed. I hear people talk about businesses, and I know there's bad business owners out there. I know that. But the truth is, the truth is, sorry, I had to hit the, had a little cough there. The truth is that that is just not the people that we, that we deal with. So check them out, IndieGatekeeper.com. Be sure to tell them that Todd sent you. So I want to get to not ready for this part. I should have had this pulled up already, but I shared with you before the break that there's an athlete, an Olympic athlete that we can be happy with. You know, we've got all these folks kneeling. We had the soccer team, all this silly, silly stuff we see out there. Um, Kneeling for the anthem and people saying if they get to the podium, they're going to protests they're going to you know just make sure that they protest for all oppressed people which okay that's we just don't associate these things the same way the american flag is not a symbol of oppression and i can say that without america being you know claiming that america is flawless america is that symbol is a symbol of hope of liberty of freedom Around the world, right? I mean, it is. Yeah, there's people that burn. Look at the people that burn it, by the way. The people that burn it are singing praises to the Ayatollah. The people that burn it are the ones overseas who are chanting death to America, death to Israel, celebrating 9-11. Those are the folks that burn it. The people that the people that celebrate it, the people that come across the uh, the what the channel or whatever the name of the the, uh, the the ocean between Miami and Cuba. Those are the folks that that celebrate that. People that understand what it's like to live in a truly oppressive regime. So here's an athlete. Here's an athlete, a wrestler. Her name is Tamara Mensa Stock. She won the gold medal in Tokyo, the Olympics here. Um, and this is her after. Winning, she's got the flag draped over her shoulders. I mean, she's she is ecstatic. She is full of joy. She is thrilled, and she is proud to be an American. And may I add this? May I add this? In an age where all that matters, and I'm not not to you, but just culturally, all that matters is the identity. She's a a young black woman as well. This is a beautiful thing. I. Stinking love this. I love this. I love this. I don't know if you've heard this. It's worth listening to. Here she is being interviewed after she won the gold medal. Of course I surprised myself. It's by the grace of God I'm able to even move my feet. Like, I just leave it in his hands, and I pray that all the practice that the hell that my freaking coach has put me through pays off. And every single time it does, and I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do. And I'm, I'm excited to see what... What I have next. Last question for you. That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it. And I'm so happy I get to represent USA. 
Love it. Well, well said. Congratulations. Enjoy that gold, and we'll see you out there on the podium, okay? Thank you. I'll try not to cry, but no problem. <laughs> so there it is. That's the post-match interview. She says, I freaking love it. I love living there. USA. Love it. She loves it. I love it. Americans all around this country love it. What a refreshing, what a refreshing thing to hear. Someone that understands the beauty of what we have here in this wonderful land, this wonderful nation. And folks, we you know, folks, we my family and I, we're in the process of, of traveling around this country on the truth tour. I think that there are massive problems in this country today. I think that Americans are are lost, many of them. I think Americans have no idea what we have. I think the culture is going in the proverbial hand in the uh, hell in a handbasket, if I get the saying right, in a lot of ways. I do. But I am nowhere near. I love this place. I love this place, the opportunities it provides. Just this is a beautiful thing. And how freaking awesome is it to have this girl, this Olympic athlete, Say the same things because you don't hear this very often. Instead, you hear questions like, I'm going to protest and, you know, I'm not going to stand. I'm going to turn my back on the flag. I'm going to, you know, I just, this is a thing of beauty. And folks, for the people around the world who are truly oppressed, like really, I mean, my heart goes out to those folks. And the, the solution, by the way, the solution is not... What the left tells us the solution is more government, more reparations, more whatever. The solution is freedom. The solution is what we have here. The solution is what's embodied in the Constitution and the Declaration. Actually exporting those ideas, being proud of those ideas, not apologizing for those ideas. Yes, America is not perfect. Yes, America has made sometimes tremendous, tremendously bad things, decisions. This is not a perfect place. But the ideas and the principles upon which it's founded, folks, I would not trade for anything. And it doesn't sound like this athlete would either, and I love it. Suspect you do as well. So the next time, the next time you're told about all these athletes that are, you know, blaming and criticizing and hating and throwing shade, as they say, on on this great nation, remember that not all of them feel that way. And I truly respect and appreciate the words here from Tamara Mensa Stock. Congratulations on winning the gold medal. Quick timeout. Sit tight back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So, headline here. Just briefly, I had a short segment because I was long last segment. But remember, 2020, we're told, was the most secure. And what's the word? What are they? They told us it's the most uh, secure, right? The most secure election in American history. The most secure. Keep that in mind as I read this next headline here. <laughs> this is from Arizona, Arizona Central, azcentral.com, Arizona Central. Headline, Maricopa County and Dominion won't comply with new subpoenas issued by Arizona Senate. So the Arizona State Senate, who's been looking into 
auditing the election and figuring out what's going on in Maricopa County. And remember, we shared some of those things on this program a couple of weeks ago. Some of the numbers, um, 71,000 some odd ballots were received. If there was no record that they were sent and no record that they were received, they just were there. Maybe there's a reason for it. It seems like a big number. Um, for some of that to be the case. I mean, there's always a chance of human error, but that seems like a really large number, 71,000. There were people that were not on the rolls uh, on Election Day who showed up on the rolls December 3rd or December 5th, early in December of this past year, who voted, again, who voted and were not on the didn't they weren't registered on election day again now maybe there's timing with that but again you find yourself thinking if you weren't on the registry on election day how did you cast a ballot maybe they cast a provisional ballot and maybe something had gotten held up with their i'm trying to be generous here right i'm trying to i'm trying to explain some of this but we're not even allowed to ask the questions not allowed to ask the questions at all so anyway, this is this is where we stand in in Arizona. You have Maricopa County, as we're being uh, being reported here by Arizona Central, AZ Central, and Dominion Voting Systems that have refused to produce additional election material on Monday of this week in response to subpoenas filed by the Arizona Senate. It is completely the prerogative of the Arizona Senate to file subpoenas, and it should be the responsibility of Maricopa County and Dominion Voting Systems to provide information issued through said subpoenas. Uh, but they, they did not. The subpoenas were issued on July 26th by Republican Senate leaders. They demanded, I'm reading in this article again from azcentral.com, uh, they demanded that representatives for the County Board of Supervisors and Dominion appear and produce the materials by 1 p.m. Monday. Instead, County officials and a Dominion attorney sent President Karen, Senate President Karen Fan, a letter outlining why they will not comply. However, county officials said they will work with the Senate to provide some documents sought via a public records request. So we'll see where this goes. I only want to point it out because this is more evidence, more evidence, more proof to demonstrate just how secure i mean does this does this sound like what you would do for the most secure the most transparent election in american history i mean i get it i'm I'm sure they're saying they're playing political games there's nothing to see here they're wasting our time our money our resources but folks there are legitimate questions and it is the prerogative of the arizona legislature to oversee their elections if they have a problem or questions about what's going on they absolutely not just have the right, but I would say the responsibility to dig into what has happened. Maybe there's, again, if there's nothing to see here, isn't that, wouldn't that be what these other parties would want? Hey, I want to actually clear my name. I want to show you. You know, we have a responsibility to oversee and to run free, fair, transparent elections. What do you need? You know, it's it's crazy to me. This is this is literally a job of the government that they've they've contracted with a, a company like Dominion. So it's the government's prerogative and responsibility. 
People are acting like, oh, well, you can't see. Well, that's, you know, you can't get into their records. Meanwhile, a company that has nothing to do with the government, some independent little mom and pop or some midsize or large corporate, whatever, some company that's just minding its own business. Trump, take Trump, for example. We have to see. We have to see Trump's tax returns. They are absolutely obsessed with this. Have to see there's developments with that. I don't want to get into that right now. We have to see Trump's tax returns. Why? Why does anyone have the right, the right to see Trump's tax returns? Well, Todd, it's been a, it's been a historical pre- I don't care about historical precedent set by previous presidents and people running for office. I don't. I don't care. Trump said he would. He would do it, and he didn't. Okay. Then tell him. You know, pressure him. Talk to him about it. But to act as though we have a right to do this, a right to see this. And I compare that, that mentality that says the government should be able to basically come in and go through your private stuff that has nothing to do with them anytime that they darn well please. Compare and contrast that with a legitimate government responsibility. They've contracted with a company like Dominion, and they're asking for information, and they can't get it. What in the world? It is truly up is down, day is night. It is incredible sometimes, the links to which... The links to which folks go to prove just how transparent and secure this election was. I guess we'll just have to take their word for it. Quick time out. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. program brought to you by our friends at Indiana Geothermal. IndianaGeothermal.com is the website. I don't know if you've ever looked into the technology or the the way that geothermal systems work, but they're very efficient. And Chris, uh, the owner of Indiana Geothermal, is one of the most knowledgeable people you'll ever find on the product IndianaGeothermal.com. Maybe that's something worth looking into. Check it out. Or you can call them 317-829-1490. Very efficient way. In fact, the long-term savings on these things definitely make it worth the investment. If you're going to stay in your home for for some time, it's not as long as you think either in many cases. So check it out. IndianaGeothermal.com or call them 317-829-1490. So as I'm just preparing today and I wish I had a little bit more time to talk about this but you know when we talk about being governed by uh, the, the the government administrative state or uh, the DC I don't know Trump would say the swamp maybe you would say the swamp but just just this bureaucracy I think is the word I want to use the government bureaucracy since when? Folks, since when in the world, there are two things that the CDC has issued, decisions that should, in my estimation, be going through Congress, but this is literally the CDC. So the first one is CDC. We're being government by the bureaucrats in the CDC. CDC issues eviction moratorium extension after Democratic outcry. So... Basically, what the CDC has said yesterday is that they're going to, you basically cannot be evicted from your home if you're a renter 
um, in areas where there's a high level of COVID-19 transmissions. So this had been in place as it were already. So I don't, I don't have time to get into it, but basically the CDC has ruled the CDC, the CDC has said for, I guess, public safety, you, you look at just this lot, this line of thinking, where does, where are the boundaries for something like this? Right. I mean, could the CDC at one point in the future use this to say, I mean, what does it allow them to say? I don't even want to speculate because, you know, I, you know, you're charging too much for rent. So someone can't afford a certain type of nutritional product and that makes them more susceptible to disease. I mean, is that, are they going to be setting rent price? It opens a door to a whole bunch of stuff in my mind. The other one is, the other one is on the border. Which this needs this needs to happen, but it's not the way that it should happen. CDC extends order restricting border crossing amid claims of regular release of COVID positive patients, so COVID positive immigrants, migrants. I guess is what this headline at Fox News says. So apparently, the CDC can shut down the border, but the Customs and Border Patrol can't. Congress can't. President Biden doesn't. I mean. It, it is mind-boggling to me. We are truly being, when I say or when others that are conservative say that we are being governed and not even governed, we're being just, the, gov- the government is run by, our lives in many instances are run by the bureaucrats. This is precisely what I mean. Where's Congress on this stuff? Quick time out. Got to take a break. Back here in just a minute. really quickly get to this this dc governor i'm sorry dc mayor muriel bowser i want to call her brewster i don't know why she instituted a new indoor mask mandate in washington dc less than 24 hours later less than 24 hours later she was officiating a wedding and was violating her own policies by having by sitting at a table indoors with people. I'm looking here, Daily Caller. I think it was also reported by the Washington, maybe the Washington Times. Anyway, these folks can't even make it 24 hours. These folks that give dictates and decrees, they can't follow them for 24 hours. I've got to go. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.